God lives in your heart and God will speak to you from where he is. He lives in your heart. Learning to Hear God's Voice, Part 4. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television or social media or online at brothersoftheword.com. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor. A husband and wife, they were both celebrating their 60th birthday together, and an angel suddenly appeared, and he said that God was going to grant each of them one special request. And the wife said, my request is that we would be able to travel all around the world. And poof, when the smoke cleared, she had tickets in her hand. Then the husband put his head down and said, my request is that I be married to a woman 30 years younger than me. And poof, when the smoke cleared, he was 90 years old. (laughs) Well, we've been sharing in a little mini series entitled Learning to Hear God's Voice. And this is part four, Learning to Hear God's Voice. And we've just been having fun, just kind of taking a look at this wonderful, special relationship that we have with God, where he tells us that it's our privilege as his kids to be able to hear his voice. In John 10, it says repeatedly that my sheep hear my voice. They know me and they follow me. And so we are just so delighted to have this wonderful privilege as children of God to be able to hear his voice, to fellowship with him, to be led by him in all of life. He is now living on the inside of us. And so we never have to be alone or we never have to be in the dark about anything because now he resides on the inside of us as a constant companion, a constant friend and we can talk to him all the time and he speaks with us. He leads us, he guides us, he gives us direction. Much of what God will say to you would be very practical, be very practical about things relating to your life because he cares about you. He cares about you and so God will speak to you directly about things relating to your life. He'll speak to you about things in service to others And so it's a wonderful relationship that we have with him. I'll just read some of those verses in John 10. We'll read verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Then verse 3 also says, To him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. And so that's a picture of the Good Shepherd and the wonderful privilege we have to hear his voice. And we've been sharing some of the ways that, that God speaks to us. We've already shared a variety of ways that God speaks. All of heaven and all of earth are at his disposal so he can use any and everything to speak to us, to get our attention, to get a message to us. 
And so God can do some very supernatural things to speak to us. But we've been sharing that even though God uses all of those things, he can use any and everything, there are some dominant ways that he speaks to us as New Testament believers, as New Covenant believers. There are some dominant ways that he speaks to us. And so we've been sharing some of those methods and some of those means. We said, number one, that he speaks to us through the scriptures. He speaks to us through the scriptures. The Bible is God speaking to us. Jesus is the word. And when we spend time in the word, we're actually spending time with Jesus. And so the Holy Spirit will highlight certain scriptures to us that become a rhema word at that time. And so God speaks to us through the scriptures. He speaks to us through the scriptures. Number two, we talked about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit. We said that you are a spirit. You live in a body. You possess a soul, but you are a spirit. You are a spirit. God is even described as the father of spirits because you are a spirit. God is a spirit. So that's the real part of you. That's the real man on the inside of you. That's who you really are. You are a spirit. You'll find the Apostle Paul making the distinction. A lot of times you may hear him say, I keep my body under. And so he was separating the fact that he was a spirit. He lived in a body. And so he would bring his body into subjection to his spirit because your spirit is a part of you. That's the part of you that's born again. That's the part of you that's recreated in the image of God. And so that's the part of you where God lives. God lives in your spirit. You have to do something with your body. You have to do something with your mind. You have to renew your mind. You have to bring your body in the subjection to your spirit because your body wants to follow the old man, but that man is gone. That man is dead, but the body is trained after the old man. But now when you accept Christ, you become a new creation, a new creature in Christ Jesus, a new man. And so now the body has to be now brought under subjection to this new man who lives on the inside of you. And so that's the real you now. And so the Bible calls that man, the, the inward man or the inner man or the hidden man of the heart, or it's your heart, it's your spirit. That's the real you. And we began talking about that's the place where God will contact you. That's the place that God will speak to you because that's where God lives now. God lives in your heart and God will speak to you from where he is. He lives in your heart. He lives in your heart. And so the Holy Spirit, he speaks to our spirit. And I'm going to take you through several scriptures to show you that, how God speaks to your heart. He speaks to your heart. But we talk about it happens in several different ways. The best I can describe it is one facet. It's like a knowing. All of a sudden, there's a knowing where you know something on the inside of you. You know something. There's a knowing. Sometimes it's like an impression. It's like an impression or a prompting. Well, that's the Holy Spirit contacting your spirit. That's the Holy Spirit contacting your spirit. Then there are other times where it could be a still, small voice. 
where you can actually hear. I think it was the prophet Isaiah who talked about that still, small voice where he said God wasn't in the whirlwind or in the fire, but he was in that still, small voice. And so most often it can be a still, small voice, but it's on the inside. So it's not audible. It's something you hear on the inside. It's something you know on the inside. There's an impression, there's a prompting that you sense and know a knowing that's on the inside. That's your spirit. That's your heart. How many of you ever had times where you said something told me not to go or something told me not to do that? Or something told me not to fool with them. <laughs> so that's your heart. That was your heart trying to warn you. That was your heart trying to tell you. That was the inner man. That's the inward man. That's the inward man. And so you will find that is the predominant way that God leads us under the new covenant. Well, I can give you proof of that. The Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So he's letting you know, I'll lead you by my Spirit. That's how I lead you under the new covenant. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the sons of God. So God leads us by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit contacts our spirit because he lives right on the inside of us. He lives in your spirit. He lives in your heart. And that's where he'll speak to you. He'll speak to you from your heart. I remember my mother, she says she woke up one morning knowing she needed to start walking. Well, that was the Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit letting her spirit know. So she woke up and all of a sudden she knew it. It was an impression. It was a strong impression, but she had a knowing. It was very clear she needed to begin walking. She needed to start exercising. And so she was obedient to that. But that was God speaking. I love that. Isn't that wonderful the way God speaks to us about a little practical thing? God will speak to you. God will nudge you. He'll give you an impression. He'll give you a knowing. He'll give you a sense. There'll be something on the inside. All of a sudden, there's an impression and you know, you feel it. You feel led to do it. It's coming out of your heart. That's the Holy Spirit contacting your heart or your spirit. And that's the way God leads us under the new covenant. That's the way God leads us under the new covenant. That's the primary way he leads us because he's in us all the time. That makes sense. He's in us all the time. And so that's the way he leads us. He leads you from where he is. He's in your heart. So he'll lead your heart. And like I said, sometimes it's a still small voice where you can you know, hold a conversation, but it's on the inside of you. It's not audible. Now, there are times where there is an audible voice to the point where you'll even look around because you think somebody's in the room that's talking to you. So there are times where it turns on where it's audible, but normally that's a direct voice of the Holy Ghost. And normally when that happens, there's some very strong instruction given. God really wants you to do something or God's really changing something or directing something major. So when you hear an audible voice, it's normally a life course direction change. It's something major. That's not the normal way that God will speak to you. Normally it's going to be an inward voice, an inner leading, an inner prompting, an inner knowing in your heart, an impression normally is something still small on the inside. He'll lead you that way. But there are times where it becomes audible. But normally that's a more authoritative 
command of the Holy Ghost. And that's when God's not playing. <laughs> so when you hear an audible voice, man, I mean, God's really getting ready to do something. He's really dealing with you about something. You remember little Samuel heard an audible voice and it was so audible. Samuel got out of bed and he said, Eli, what do you want? I heard you calling me. Eli said, I didn't call you. He said, go back to bed. And Samuel went back to bed. He heard it again. He said, Eli, what do you want? I heard you calling me. Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. But by this time, Eli realized it was God talking to him. And he said, Samuel, go back to bed. And this time when you hear it, say, here I am, Lord. Your servant hears you. And so that was an audible voice Samuel was hearing. And so God will do that. God will speak sometimes in an audible voice. But that's normally a big directional change or something major. That's when the Holy Ghost has to make it clear and plain. And like I said, it'll be to the point where you actually look around and say, who said that? You know, it feels like somebody's in the room with you physically when you hear that audible voice. But most of the time, it's an inward intuition. It's an inward impression. It's an inward knowing. That's your Holy Spirit. I'm going to show you some scriptures. I'll show you some scriptures that begin to talk about some of that. I guess there's one other way that I often sense it is it's almost like a light being turned on. It's like a light being turned on. It's like all of a sudden it's a flash of light and you automatically know something It's just there. Well, that's the Holy Spirit illuminating your spirit. That's the Holy Spirit illuminating your spirit. Paul actually prayed that prayer. He prayed that the eyes of your understanding, or one translation says that the eyes of your spirit would be enlightened. So that's the Holy Spirit illuminating your spirit. And it's like a flash of light. All of a sudden, the light bulb goes off and you know something. I remember one day I was sitting at my desk and I was reading the book of Proverbs and all of a sudden light went off and I knew exactly which college one of my daughters was supposed to go to because we had several choices for her to attend. But all of a sudden, I was reading the book of Proverbs and a light went off and I immediately knew. And I jumped up and ran and told my wife and daughter, so I know exactly where you're supposed to go. And when they heard it, it made sense and they agreed. They agreed. Well, it was like a light. It was like a flash of light. All of a sudden, I knew it. All of a sudden, I knew it. All of a sudden, I knew it. But I thought it was interesting that came as I was reading Proverbs. When you read the book of Proverbs, it actually talks about wisdom talking to you. You'll find that it'll say, you know, listen to me because I got some wonderful things to share. When you read the book of Proverbs, it talks about wisdom talking to you, wisdom talking to you. It says, hear me. I have some excellent things to share. Those of you that are listening, I'm crying out. So wisdom actually talks to you. And I was actually reading the book of Proverbs when the light came on. Isn't that good, man? God will talk to you right about something you're dealing with in your life. He'll turn the light on. He'll turn the light on. I'm going to show you some of those scriptures. Listen, look at this. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. Listen to this. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. God will light that candle. God will light that candle. God will turn the light on. And so God speaks to our spirit. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. That's what he will enlighten. That's what he'll turn on. He'll turn the light on. He'll turn the light on. I'm thinking about a commercial for Motel 6, so we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> Anybody ever heard that radio commercial? <laughs> we'll leave the light on for you. Well, that's what God does for us. 
The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So he'll light your candle whenever he wants to show you something. When he lights it, now you can see clearly. You can see clearly. God speaks to our spirit because we are a spirit. Listen to this one. Psalms eighteen twenty-eight says, For thou wilt light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. There it is again. Well, he said, Lord, you will light my candle. Well, what is your candle? We just read it. Your spirit, your heart, that's the candle. That's the candle of the Lord. God will enlighten your spirit. He'll turn the light on in your spirit. He'll turn the light on in your heart. Same prayer Paul prayed. I pray that the eyes of your spirit be flooded with light. So you have the understanding. You have insight. You'll know something. And that's how God speaks to us and God contacts us. By cutting the light on, he cuts the light on in our heart. So God dwells in us. Our spirit picks up things from the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of our spirit. Let me read some more scriptures and you can just see how God speaks to your heart. Listen to this one. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5 says, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Isn't that something? Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. So it's here, it's here. God's spirit is on the inside of you. But if you'll meditate long enough, you'll sit there quiet long enough. You begin to draw up the wisdom of God. You begin to draw up the voice of God. You begin to draw up the insight of God. If you are quiet long enough, Spend a little time in the Word, spend a little time in prayer. What you're doing, you're drawing that up. It's like a bucket. Your spirit is like a well. And so it's like you're taking a bucket and you're pulling up the counsel. You're pulling up the Word of the Lord because it's in you. It's in you. So you sit there quiet enough. So often the thing that hinders us from hearing from God because we're so busy, we're going so fast. Everything is so noisy. Everything is so loud. We're so distracted. We're always on our, but in order to hear from God, there are times you just got to be quiet. You got to sit still. There's a reason the Bible says, wait on the Lord. There's a reason the Bible says, wait on him. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He'll strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. There's great power in waiting on the Lord. And I sometimes feel we've lost the fine art of waiting on God. Waiting on God, waiting on God. How many of you are willing to just to go in a room and say, God, I'm going to just lock myself in here for a couple of hours and I just want to sit quietly and listen to you. I want to give you an opportunity. I want to worship a little bit, read a few scriptures, pray a little bit. Then I just want to be quiet because I understand counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. I can draw it up out of there. I can pull it up out. Man, isn't that good? Counsel, that's what God speaks to you. God speaks to you. He speaks to your heart. Let me show you some other scriptures that talk about it. Listen to this one. Job 38. Job 38, 36 talks about how God speaks to our heart. Who hath put wisdom in the inward parts or who hath given understanding to the heart? See, even the Holy Spirit was letting Job know that's where I'll speak to you. That's where I'll contact you. That's where I'll drop the wisdom to be in your spirit, be in your heart. Listen to this one. Here's proof once again under the new covenant. 
which we live under, Romans chapter 8, verse 16, says the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. Listen to that very carefully. The spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The most important decision that you made in your life is when you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit now bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. That's how you know you're saved. The Holy Spirit lets your spirit know you've accepted Christ Jesus. You have peace with God now. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit. The most important decision in your life, that's how God contacts you to confirm it. And that's the same way he speaks to you every day. It's the same way he leads you in your life. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit in our heart. He talks to your heart. He leads you from your heart. He talks to us from where he is and he's in your heart. So that's how God will lead you. The same way he confirms the most important decision you make in life, it's the same way he leads you each and every day of your life. Praise God. I'll stop here for today, but here's one final one. First John chapter five says, he that believeth on the son of God hath the witness in himself. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit. He bears witness. So that's the inward witness. That's the inward witness. That's the inward leading of the Holy Spirit. That's how God will lead you. That's how God speaks to us. It's in our heart. Praise God. I have something else I'll share, but I'm going to stop right there. But man, I'm just excited about diving in here to find out all of these different things and to share how God speaks to us today. Those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series, Learning to Hear God's Voice, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. (laughs) Praise God. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful privilege it is to hear his voice, to be led by him, to have his witness in our hearts. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You will find the Holy Spirit will warn you. There'll be some places that You'll be about to go and you'll feel a little hesitancy there. That's the Holy Spirit trying to tell you, hold up. He'll lead you. He'll speak to you from where he is and he's in your heart. That's the witness, the inward witness. It's the primary way God leads us, by the Holy Spirit. It's in our heart. I have a myriad of scriptures I want to share with you. We'll share that next time along those lines. Praise God. I'm excited. Amen. How many of you are excited to have Jesus and the Father through the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you? Oh, man. Oh, man. Praise God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Won't you stand and just worship for a second?
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you so much. Lord, we just love you and we're just so grateful to you and we rejoice in you and just give you thanks, Lord. Thank you for leading us and guiding us by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for living in our heart, Lord, and we love you so much. We're so grateful. We're so privileged and blessed to be your children and have you to speak to us and talk to us and lead us. And Father, we follow you. We hear your voice and we follow you. We love you, Lord, for being a good shepherd to us. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let every heart say, Amen. You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was part four of the series titled, Learning to Hear God's Voice. By C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7965. That's 7965. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7965 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the Word. Oh, brothers of the word.